We have a Tuesday snack coming up in a matter of minutes, followed by John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour as we get ready for Oklahoma State, Kansas tonight here on the Blitz. Pre-game coverage at 7 p.m., tip-off from Gallagher-Iba at 8 here on your home for Cowboy Hoops in Tulsa, the Blitz 1170. I'm Colby Daniels along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. This would be one of those spots where normally I say maybe the type of, of matchup where Kansas comes in and overlooks an Oklahoma State team that's not playing good, right, and, and they go on the road and lay an egg. But, yeah, man, they just laid an egg on the road the last time they were on the road, right? They I mean, did. If, if maybe that UCF game hadn't happened, then maybe that kind of fits the, the narrative. But, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see where they just lose a road game to a team that they should have beat and and you know somehow come into Stillwater and overlook the Cowboys. You know, I, I tend to agree with you. Do you know what Bill Self's record is in Stillwater since he's been the head coach at Kansas? Off the top of my head, I don't know the exact record. It's not as good as you think it would be. Right. So he's won five of the last six matchups there. But overall, Bill is 9-8 and eight in Stillwater while he's been at KU. That's the lowest overall road win percentage versus any conference foe at 53%. Yeah. That's it. So it's not like Kansas has gone in there and dominated. Now, five right. out of six, you can't leave that out of the, the conversation. And I tend to agree with you because they, they had the dud at Central Florida and then Kansas comes back, and Bill himself said after Oklahoma, that's the best game that we've played since UConn at the beginning of the season. So they, they got the bad one out. It's, so it, it hasn't been a consistent form of struggle for them at all. They had to play their best basketball for them to beat Oklahoma the way that they did. And everybody has a dud in them, right? And if Kansas hadn't, hadn't ha- gone through that, Maybe comes into this thing undefeated in conference play and, and long winning streak. And, you know, they're feeling good about themselves. And they look at this Oklahoma State team that hasn't won a conference game yet and just got killed in Ames, Iowa. And, and they maybe they come into it not super focused and, and overlook OSU a little bit. And, you know, one thing leads to another. But I don't know that I feel like that's going to be a part of things tonight. I will say this, though. You know, Oklahoma State's had good starts on the road the last two games you hope they're able to have a good start tonight because that could go a long way to keeping this game competitive on your home floor where the good start at least keeps the building into the game right now with that extra juice now it's about though finding someone to stop the the bleeding when it happens because it's going to happen we've seen it with oklahoma state can they avoid the six and a half minute stretch where they don't get a field goal can they avoid the five-minute stretch? Someone has to do something. And the thing about Kansas, too, is that Saturday's starting lineup that they had put together hasn't played a ton of minutes together because Bill has, has, has moved one or two pieces around. But that group now, in the 73 minutes that they've played, leads the country in offensive rebounding rate. And that is a unfortunate note for Oklahoma State, who has the tendency to struggle on the boards. And the offensive rating of that lineup as well that Kansas will more than likely roll out 
is 123.7, which would be number two in the country. Now, they haven't played a whole hell of a lot of minutes together because the regular starting lineup, that falls all the way to 112 on an offensive rating. But uh, maybe maybe Bill has found something here with moving some pieces around after that Central Florida loss because you know this as well as I do. Bill will climb off in anyone's ass. And you think that he you you think that he sat by idly and quietly after they lost that game at Central Florida? Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. And I'm sure that, that that practice was not fun for them when they got back heading into the Oklahoma game. So I I, I think it'll be close just because it has a tendency to be close. But it's almost like Kansas has to have some catastrophic mistakes in order for this to happen just based off the way things have gone. But there are some some matchup nightmares though yeah. in this particular But Kansas Oklahoma State can't matchup. go five, six minutes without scoring tonight. That's right. They just can't. That's And that's a full forty. Right. How when's the last time that this team has played a full forty where you felt like you've come away from and you're like, damn, you know what? That's a good night's work from everyone against a quality opponent. It's been a while. I, I mean, I don't even know that it's happened against non-quality opponents, has it? Maybe once this season, if that. But to just come away from that and feel like, you know what, there weren't any extended stretches here where they, they didn't rebound, there was effort everywhere, there was accountability. Just I, I hope that there's more of a level of accountability tonight out of them when you watch them than what there has been. I don't think anything's going to get magically fixed, but this should be the type of game that if if they're not playing with their hair on fire for 40 minutes, there's a giant problem, right? Like, if you can't play hair on fire, dive for every loose ball, give every ounce of effort you have, despite whether shots are going in or you're making smart basketball plays, if you're not playing with every ounce of effort against Kansas, especially being winless, then there are much bigger issues. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And to make matters worse with what I was talking about with Oklahoma State going through these stretches, um, look at what Kansas did in the second half against Oklahoma because it was an 11-2 run and 9-0 stretch to, to close out that game against the top-10 opponent. That's at home. They, yeah. they had to rely on those moments of that, and that, that gives me great pause about what we could potentially see tonight. Absolutely. 7 o'clock pregame, 8 o'clock tip, right here on your home for Cowboy Hoops in Tulsa, the Blitz 1170. It is a Tuesday snack. Next, here on the Blitz, I'm Colby Daniels. That is Jeremy Poplin and Scott File in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Again, you're listening to the Blitz 1170, and if you're not already streaming us, you can stream us via the Blitz 1170 app.